Hey ladies, it's Bridget Todd here. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 Black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP for a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com RTP. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. There Are No Girls on the Internet is a production of iHeartRadio and Unbossed Creative. I'm Bridget Todd, and this is There Are No Girls on the Internet. Worldwide, we've lost over a million people from COVID. And here in the United States, we've lost over 200,000 people to COVID. According to the APM Research Lab, one in every 1,020 Black Americans is now dead from COVID. Let that sink in. It's an absolutely staggering figure. Yet, we've had no national large-scale mourning of these deaths. Earlier this fall, Trump even said that COVID impacted, quote, virtually nobody. Mickey McKella, a professor of history at the University of Connecticut and author of The Politics of Mourning, 
told CNN that instead of mourning, Americans have been fed a kind of wartime attitude about how we must defeat the virus and must not let the virus win. And that that response has largely been about not marking death, not marking tragedy, and not marking the horror of the ongoing lack of meaningful response. But instead, focusing on that this is what Americans do. But that's not what we should do. Collective mourning is important, and mourning is an important step of dealing with grief. We can't just pretend these people never existed. They did. And they're more than just data points on some chart about COVID. There are mothers and daughters and friends and family and colleagues. This week, faith leaders from all over the country held vigils in person and online to mourn those we've lost to COVID. And I wanted to tell you about someone we lost to. Lanika Strozer was just 35 when she died from complications of COVID. She was a gifted scientist and a researcher in the DNA lab at the Field Museum of Natural History in Chicago, one of the largest in the world. She didn't have an easy life. Her mother struggled with drugs and Lanika lived with her grandmother. A learning disability made math and reading a challenge, but she found creative solutions to manage these challenges. Rather than working out complicated math equations on a calculator, she did them on paper by hand, which helped her visualize the numbers she worked with. A visual learner, drawing pictures and diagrams helped her map out her lessons. She went on to successfully earn two master's degrees. She wasn't really sure what she wanted to study until in college, her mentor, Yvonne Harris, suggested she think about exploring the sciences. My philosophy is that we're born scientists and mathematicians, and we experiment and observe the world around us all the time, Harris explained. Having the A student is nice, but we want people who have tenacity and determination and a refusal to fail. Harris told the Chicago Tribune in a 2012 profile of Lanika's academic success. When Lanika got involved in the sciences, it just clicked and she loved it. One of her professors even nicknamed her Golden Hands because she was able to get DNA from very small samples, a difficult task. Everyone who talks about Lanika was struck by her determination. You get knocked down so many times, you have to learn to pick yourself back up. And sometimes it's about hard work and faith and having people who can help you push forward. Sometimes that's all you have to go on, she explained to the Chicago Tribune. Field Museum President Richard Lavier called Lanika's death a devastating loss, both to her own family and to her museum family and all who knew Lanika. Her life goal was to be in front of a classroom, teaching the sciences to others. And right before she died, that goal had actually become a reality. Who knows how many more lives Lanika could have touched? Who knows how this loss will reverberate for generations? A gifted scientist who overcame so much to accomplish so much. A teacher and a Black woman excelling in a field not traditionally known for its diversity. How many lives could she have gone on to shape? And how can you even begin to measure such a loss? Like she really just had this fire in her that she always wanted to, to succeed. Lanika's scientific research involved bugs and plants and other kinds of organisms. It's a pretty particular subject matter. And that's something that her colleague, Corey Moreau, says really brought them together. How did you get involved um, in being a scientist? I wouldn't have predicted it from being a child. Uh, I grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana, and um, neither of my parents went to university or graduated college. So despite the fact that I knew that I wanted to go to college, I didn't necessarily know what I could do with that degree when I got out. And I always loved nature and I always loved um, science. And so I knew that I wanted to study biology when I went to the university and, and insects were always my favorite. 
Um, but I thought that, you know, the options for me probably were limited in the sense that the only people I knew with uh, college degrees um, that I interacted with personally were my high school teachers. So I thought maybe I could teach biology or since I liked insects, maybe I could work for a pest extermination company because those were the only people I knew who had jobs to play with bugs. Um, but I loved PBS and I sort of always wished that I could be one of the explorers on, you know, the, the television shows growing up. And essentially my dreams come true. When I got to university, the world was opened up to me in the sense that there's so many ways you can use a science degree. Um, and now I get to run around jungles all over the world collecting bugs. And it's a, I have the dream job. What was it about bugs for you? Why did you like bugs so much? I think because I grew up in a city and I loved nature. I, you know, there wasn't a lot of it outside. I also liked that there was just so much diversity with insects. You know, you could go outside and catch dragonflies or beetles or butterflies or watch the ants on the sidewalk. And I just think it was that there was so much wonder out there that I could sort of take advantage of no matter where I live. And that's true anywhere. So how did you wind up at the Field Museum? Yeah, so I've always been associated with natural history um, collections throughout my entire career. So I started as an undergrad working in the um, entomological collection at San Francisco State University. I then did my master's um, also at San Francisco State, but in collaboration with the California Academy of the Sciences, again, using their scientific research collections for you know, my master's thesis. I then went away to Harvard and I was um, using the collections at the Museum of Comparative Zoology on a daily basis. And so I've always had this connection with um, natural history museums and the cool science you can do by using them. So um, when I finally, you know, finished all my schooling and did a postdoc at Berkeley, uh, I started a position at the Field Museum in Chicago. And and although most people think of natural history museums as places to sort of go and, you know, have educational and entertainment. Um, what most people don't realize is that almost all natural history collections have scientists working behind the scenes using the vast collections to ask scientific questions. It was during this time, playing with bugs and answering questions behind the scenes at the Field Museum, that Corey met Lanika. And right away, they clicked. So is that the first time that you met Lanika? That's absolutely true. So I met Lanika in 2011. She had um, done an internship with a colleague and was looking for another internship. And he knew that I was looking to hire someone. And so um, he introduced us and Lanika and I hit it off right away. What was it about her that that made you hit it off? I think it was her openness, her honesty and her tenacity. Like she really just had this fire in her that she always wanted to to succeed and I don't just mean be a successful scientist but like even with an experiment if she couldn't get it to work it would really like kind of gnaw away at her and she had to figure out not just how to make it work but why it wasn't working and and that is something and as a scientist you can't teach that sort of drive or that creativity to someone she just already possessed it. Yeah, in reading about her life, it seems like that kind of drive was a defining, I think that really defined her. You know, she was someone who faced a lot of limitations growing up and still managed to get to where she was at the end of her life. Absolutely. I mean, she was really a very thoughtful person. She was incredibly hardworking and she was such a loving person. She, you know, anyone she came across in her life, she really wanted to connect with them. And I mean, I think one of the things I always respected the most about her is her 
her openness and honesty about both the things she's experienced in the past, but, you know, you know, some people would have shame over things that they can't control. She didn't have that at all. But the flip side of it was she also loved to share her successes. And so I think when you have someone who is willing to let you see when they're down, but also let you see when they're succeeding, they're an inspiration. Can you tell us a little bit more about her research? Yeah. So, you know, when she was at the Field Museum, she did lots of different projects um, because we have, you know, dozens of scientists working on pretty much every kind of organism you can imagine. So I know she did a bunch of work on early land plants and on fungi. And for me, she, of course, was sequencing DNA of ants. And in that project, essentially what we were trying to understand is the diversity, um, both genetic diversity, but also the host-associated microbiome or the microbes living in ants from the Florida Keys. So for me, she did a lot of sequencing of DNA of ants. But you know, she then went on to do a master's degree, um, a research master's degree, as well as an educational master's degree. And I was on her master's committee uh, where she was studying the phylogeography of these birds from Madagascar. And she did a bunch of beautiful work on that and even published that research. Let's take a quick break. Hey, ladies, it's Bridget Todd here. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It is crucial for us, especially as Black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, Black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or your community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 Black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. Hi, it's Bridget Todd, host of There Are No Girls on the Internet. Listen, technology has made our lives easier in some ways, but it's also made us homebodies, scrolling mindlessly. Well, you get the point. Let Rails to Trails Conservancy unstick you from home. When you get out on a trail and get to walking, you'll feel so good. Trust me. You'll see that being out on the trail is so much more than a day outside. It's good for your soul. Get ideas for getting outside on the trail from Rails to Trails Conservancy, the nation's largest trails, walking, and biking advocacy organization. Visit railstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. Y'all know I love the internet, but a sad truth about it is that it can be a scary place, especially for women, people of color, and trans folks. We've talked to people on this podcast, whistleblowers, activists, and advocates who are making technology safer, who then become targets for doing that work. But the truth is, it can happen to any of us online. That's why I personally use and recommend Delete Me. Delete Me finds and removes any personal information you don't want online and makes sure it stays off. Sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and use promo code nogirls at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and enter code nogirls at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash nogirls code nogirls. 
So in 2024, one of my goals is to finally get serious about my finances. It's been kind of a big emotional thing for me. Thinking about money historically has caused me a lot of anxiety and stress because I have a lot of trauma related to money. And if you can relate, if that sounds like you, check out Fearless Finance. Fearless Finance provides on-demand, comprehensive financial planning by the hour. It's a new way to get financial advice without all the headaches, high fees, and commitments that come with traditional financial advisors. Fearless Finance planners don't sell anything. No used car salesman vibe here. And that means no concerns about being sold something just for the commission that it earns a rep. Their planners meet you where you are on your financial journey. No judgment. Whether you're looking to buy a house, optimize your savings, or just want to make sure your finances are okay. They can answer your questions and help you achieve your goals. No question is too small. No problem is too big. Fearless Finance is making financial advice more affordable and accessible. You meet with your planner virtually, and they charge by the hour. Visit fearlessfinance.com today to get started. You can chat with a planner for free to make sure it's a good fit. And you'll get $50 off your first planning meeting when you use code GIRLS. And we're back. Women being in community with one another is a powerful force. Not only did their shared interest in science unite Corey and Lanika, but it also created the conditions to bring more underrepresented women into the field. And the more Lanika came into her own as a scientist, the more focused she became on bringing others with her as a teacher and a mentor. Lanika didn't have the picture-perfect A student story. Her openness around her background and her struggles allowed others to see science as something they could do too. I just can't get over how interesting this body of work is. You don't even, like, I'm not a scientist, but you don't, you never think of like someone studying birds and ants and, you know, these very specific types of organisms. It's just so interesting how, I mean, I guess I can imagine you finding another woman who is captivated by all of these things that you're captivated by and really just sort of clicking. Absolutely. And and that's the thing is, I mean, what I loved about Lanika is not just that she had this general awe of the natural world and wanted to learn everything she could about it, but one of her other passions was she loved sharing it. So, you know, if I ever needed people to be trained in the lab, she was my go-to person. And not that other people didn't have the skills, it's that Lanika had joy in showing people how to do science and helping them succeed and overcome hurdles. And, you know, she was just spectacular. And, you know, there's not a lot of people like her in the sense that you know, she could pursue a scientific question, but she could also talk about it to the public and she could share her enthusiasm and get other people to, to essentially want to do the same things she's doing. Was she, did she have a role, like a, like a position as a role model for other students, other students from marginalized backgrounds? Absolutely. And that was one thing she was very vocal about. And I absolutely loved about her is that she wanted to make sure that we had opportunities to engage other underrepresented, you know, students in research. And so she was instrumental in making sure that we always kept that as on the forefronts of our minds as we were thinking about, you know, what programming we were creating or which positions we were hiring. Um, you know, she was heavily involved in the Field Museum's Women in Science program. Uh, you know, she often was the sort of point person that was training the um, interns we brought in for the summer. And, you know, she was a role model to many people across the museum. Mm-hmm. What is your, maybe you don't have one particular one, but if you had to think of one of your favorite memories of her or the most vivid memory of her, does anything come to mind? I think, of course, I have many. Um, I think that the thing I remember most about Lanika is that 
even after she had, you know, not worked for me for a while, she'd gone on and done all these, you know, amazing things, gotten these two master's degrees. She would always pop in my office, just come by to talk to me, either to share some success she had, or if she was struggling with something, she would often want to come and like bounce it off of me just to sort of, you know, have another perspective. And, and most of the time she didn't need advice. It was like she needed a sounding board. She would say it out loud and she would reach a conclusion that she probably already knew herself, but she felt like having someone else hear it, you know, gave her the courage to come to the right decision. And I liked watching her go through that, you know, essentially this vocal thought experiment just right in my office. And it was kind of, you know, Every time she came in, I would kind of get a small smile because I knew I was going to get to sort of see her, you know, think through a problem and reach a conclusion and that she didn't need me. It was just she needed a space to do it. And I I just really loved that about her. Lanika's friends and family raised almost $85,000 on GoFundMe for funeral costs and to establish a scholarship fund to help support young Black women with internship opportunities at science and technology institutions in Chicago. Because Lanika was so passionate about both science, but also in including marginalized communities in science, it only seemed absolutely the right decision to do is to sort of create a scholarship. And, you know, we're able to do that because we had a very successful GoFundMe um, campaign um, and the, you know, museums and the institutions she's been involved with are all on board. And so we're going to make sure that the next generation not only knows about Lanika, but they actually continue to, to, you know, benefit from her impact in the world. More after this quick break. Hey ladies, it's Bridget Todd here. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It is crucial for us, especially as Black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, Black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or your community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 Black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head to iHeartRadio.com RTP for a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. Hi, it's Bridget Todd, host of There Are No Girls on the Internet. Listen, technology has made our lives easier in some ways, but it's also made us homebodies, scrolling mindlessly. Well, you get the point. Let Rails to Trails Conservancy unstick you from home. When you get out on a trail and get to walking, you'll feel so good. Trust me. You'll see that being out on the trail is so much more than a day outside. It's good for your soul. Get ideas for getting outside on the trail from Rails to Trails Conservancy the nation's largest trails, walking, and biking advocacy organization. Visit railstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. So in 2024, one of my goals is to finally get serious about my finances. It's been kind of a big emotional thing for me. Thinking about money historically has caused me a lot of anxiety and stress because I have a lot of trauma related to money. And if you can relate, if that sounds like you, check out Fearless Finance. Fearless Finance provides on-demand, comprehensive financial planning by the hour. It's a new way to get financial advice without all the headaches, high fees, and commitments. 
that come with traditional financial advisors. Fearless finance planners don't sell anything. No used car salesman vibe here. And that means no concerns about being sold something just for the commission that it earns a rep. Their planners meet you where you are on your financial journey. No judgment. Whether you're looking to buy a house, optimize your savings, or just want to make sure your finances are okay, they can answer your questions and help you achieve your goals. No question is too small. No problem is too big. Fearless Finance is making financial advice more affordable and accessible. You meet with your planner virtually, and they charge by the hour. Visit fearlessfinance.com today to get started. You can chat with a planner for free to make sure it's a good fit. And you'll get $50 off your first planning meeting when you use code GIRLS. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Let's get right back into it. In this time of COVID, it is, it's been kind of heartbreaking to see the amount of people who have lost their lives to COVID. And yet we have not had any kind of official you know, large scale memorial for these people. And sometimes it can sort of feel like these people weren't people. They are sort of, you know, numbers or, you know, data points. How can we get to a place where we remember that these were people, they were friends, colleagues, daughters, sisters, loved ones, and not just, you know, another number on the news? I, I, you know, I I wish I knew the answer to that. I mean, I, I remember early on in the pandemic, you know, I didn't say it out loud to anyone, but to myself, I had said, I really hope that I get through this, not knowing anyone who's personally been severely affected. And that was like this weird internal wish I had for myself. And then when, when Lanika passed away, I was absolutely devastated for days. I mean, I couldn't stop crying and even now thinking about it, it's been tremendously sad. And to think that we have hundreds of thousands of people who are dying and we just sort of chalk it up to like, well, at least the infection rate's low and the death rate's low. But it, if it's even one, it's too many. I mean, these are people and they're, they're important and they have contributions to give to the world. And so I just hope that we can control this soon and that we don't have to lose any more beautiful, inspiring people like Lanika. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the reasons I was so moved by her story because I thought, you know, and and obviously one life is too many to lose. But when you look at people and you think all the lives this person could have continued to touch, all of the sort of, you know, generations of people who are missing out on knowing this person, getting mentorship from this person, being inspired by this person. And 
really taking a bird's eye look of that at that scale of a loss that we can't even calculate. Like if you can't even really fathom it to see to say how many people are going to, you know, could have benefited from knowing her or working with her, or learning from her, or seeing her. It's it's just sort of we'll never know the 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 loss. That's absolutely true. And I think that's why we were all so moved to make sure that there's going to be and opportunities for other people to still have some of those experiences, at least to have access to learning what science is and getting hands-on experience through these internships that we're creating because her legacy is just so impactful. And we want to make sure that even though she can't be there to inspire them, they'll still know about what an amazing woman she was. I'm so grateful that you all are doing this work. Alinika touched so many people's lives that it's such a loss to have her not here anymore. I'm so sorry. It's, 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 you know, I think that's another thing that really moved me about her story is I I was reading an article that said that she always wanted to have this classroom of her own and that she was finally on track to, to make that goal a reality. And then this happens and it's just so. Yeah. 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 It's somebody who had so many hurdles and none of them stopped her. And that is remarkable. And everything she wanted to come true in her life, despite the fact that when she first started dreaming of them, that was such a far like reach, she reached every one of them. And that to me just shows the kind of amazing person she was. And she got there not by like stepping on others or, you know, throwing other people under the bus. She did it by being a loving, caring, compassionate, dedicated person. Through this scholarship, Lanika's colleagues are using the tragedy of her death to inspire the next generation of girls to fall in love with science, just like Lanika did. What do you hope the scholarship achieves? Like the like when the scholarship is up and running, what kind of impact do you hope that it has in her name? I know that the young women who will receive this scholarship will benefit immensely, mostly because they'll have an opportunity to continue in her footsteps, right? They'll essentially be the first in their family to do research or to learn how to educate and mentor others. And and the most important thing I think for us is that we want to make sure that the work Lanika was doing continues and it continues to impact the next generation of scientists. I'm, I have no doubt that it will already Already, I think so many people are moved by her story and her legacy and the work that you and your colleagues and her family are doing to keep that alive. So I'm, I'm so grateful that you all are, are doing that work. Lanika isn't really gone. Not really. She'll live on in classrooms. Wherever little black girls are getting excited about science or bugs or any other subject that she's realizing could be hers to master. People like Lanika mattered. We won't forget about them or the way they shaped our lives. Their names won't be forgotten. We won't let them. We hope you've enjoyed listening to season one of There Are No Girls on the Internet. 
We're taking a short hiatus, but we'll be back real soon with more. In the meantime, keep in touch. Say hi at hello at tangodi.com and follow me, Bridget, at Bridget Marie in DC on Instagram and at Bridget Marie on Twitter. And we'll see you real soon. Got a story about an interesting thing in tech or just want to say hi? You can reach us at hello at tangodi.com. You can also find transcripts for today's episode at tangodi.com. There Are No Girls on the Internet was created by me, Bridget Todd. It's a production of iHeartRadio and Unbossed Creative. Jonathan Strickland is our executive producer. Tari Harrison is our producer and sound engineer. Michael Amato is our contributing producer. I'm your host, Bridget Todd. If you want to help us grow, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey ladies, it's Bridget Todd here. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 Black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP for a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com RTP. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.